Don't you worry, we're all flown on. We're all flown on. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Box to Box on KCOU 88.1 FM. Today is Tuesday, March 21st. And yes, that's right. Uh, I'm back. Jack Milton is back on the airwaves. He's been gone for the last two weeks. I don't know why I'm referring to myself in the third person, but it is what it is. Um, Grant Salzman will be along. He is uh, parking. It's a tough parking situation here at the University of Missouri because uh, there's a big garage that's closed. Very unfortunate. Had to happen this semester. Don't know why they could have waited. Apparently, it's sinking into the ground, from what I hear. I don't know. Um, you know, I'm not. A, I'm no construction worker, but it is. Uh, it's a tough parking job. So he'll be along. But I thought I'd start because um, we have plenty to dive into. We didn't do the show last week uh, because I was gone. I've been. I've been traveling uh, globally, not globally, but you know, domestically, following uh, the Missouri men's basketball team. I cover them for the the Columbia Missourians. So they've been in. Tournament action, they just lost to Princeton, so uh, killed by the Cinderella of this tournament. So I'm back. That means I'm back for this week. Uh, we didn't do the show yesterday, so we postponed it. But with that said, like like I said, we had two weeks of Prem to talk about. Luckily, uh, now it kind of leads into an international break, so um, that's good for us because next week uh, Grant and I will both be on spring break for Mizzou, so uh, we won't. We won't have a show, so we won't have really much to talk about. But there is just a bunch of international games this week. We've got qualification for the Euros and uh, Nations League for the U.S., which we're going to get into because we're going to talk squad. It's always interesting when any squad gets released. So we'll get to that. But first things first, Premier League. We've had two match weeks, like I said, since we last spoke, since Box to Box was on the airwaves. Um, and then a couple of makeup games from... Um, Earlier in the season that obviously get played later because some of those um, teams are in cup competitions and whatnot. So, last Saturday, so March 11th, turn your clocks all the way back, pre-daylight savings, I think. Um, that might have been the night of daylight savings. Anyway, um, we had a slew of games. Top four table hasn't shifted a ton. Um, however, I'll, I'll dive into the bad first, just because I, I want to get this game out of the way. Um, Liverpool, my club, decided to follow up a 7-0 win, the best win of their season, over Manchester United with nothing else but a 1-0 loss away at Bournemouth, um, which of course followed up uh, a game that feels like it was an eternity ago when they beat them 9-0 at Anfield and really looked like they were going to be title contenders once again. Obviously, this season hasn't shaken out that way for Liverpool, and they went out and lost 1-0. Uh, Bournemouth's goalkeeper, who is a 33-year-old Brazilian named Neto, a lot of people who have been around the game for a while probably remember him, kind of a kind of a, a Brazil legend a little bit. Um, 8.5 match rating, he had five saves in this game. Um Facing expected goals of just .76. So, Bournemouth's defense was great in this game. They locked things up. And Liverpool re-regressed somehow after what truly felt like the culmination of a turning point in the league for them against Manchester United. Yeah, it's, it was bad. It was bad. Not a good result for them. Um, Liverpool now sixth in the table, 42 points on the outside looking in right now to the Europa League and the Champions League. Obviously, there's still that Europa Conference League spot. Uh, and, of course, we don't know what's going to happen in the Cups, which can open up another European place as well. But Liverpool are out of those, so it's not up to grabs for them. So they're basically they're on the outside looking in of Europe. Obviously, nothing less than Champions League is, is key for them. Bournemouth uh, still languishing in 19th. It is very much a somewhat intense relegation battle. There's just three points that separate uh, 19th and 12th right now. So um, there's very much a divide from 12th down, which we'll get to. But 
yeah, Bournemouth won Liverpool, and they'll not a good way to start out match week 27. Uh, right below Liverpool, Brighton in seventh. Um, they've, you know, still kind of hung around that that sort of top six area. Um, kind of, I think, above, firmly above those mid-table teams. Uh, they tied uh, Leeds United, who aren't doing terrible kind of mixed form after they fired Jesse Marsh. That was a 2-2 draw. Um, we had Everton picking up a big win over Brentford. They have looked great. Um, in match week 28, I think they also won, if I'm not mistaken. Or they, they tied Chelsea. So Chelsea obviously not having a great season, but Everton to get a draw there, that's big for them. They're up to 26 points out of that relegation zone, all the way up to 15th, in fact. Obviously, like I said, it's a close, it's a close race, but... To obviously be out of that bottom three is huge for Everton. They are not a club uh, that wants to go down, given their history in this league. There he is. He's found his parking. Um, Grant's walking in. If you heard the if you hear the door squeak, so here's Mike in a minute. Um, but yeah, Everton staying out of that relegation zone and, and getting some some key results these last two weeks is good for them. Hello, Grant. Hello, Jack. That's uh, Sean Dyche ball right there. That's why it he, is. Gets, he gets points. Yeah, they're up to fifteenth. I was just mentioning like it's a. It's a, you know, it's a close relegation race. Three points between 19th and 12th right now. Roy Hudson gets a, a Roy Hudson gets hired as Crystal Palace manager. Yeah, I, I mean, 75 years old. If you can, if you know, if if there's anyone that can do it on a rainy night in Stoke, it's Roy Hudson. It doesn't matter how old he is. Yeah, and he, uh, I think it's only a half. Half a year job here. Yeah, it's in the end, he's out. It'll be a a yeah holding position. But yeah, Everton good win over Brentford, drawing Chelsea. What else have we talked about? What did I miss? Uh, I missed being sad about Liverpool losing to Bournemouth. Oh, but we already got yeah, to that. That happened. Uh, I didn't get to make fun of you. Ha, yeah, you lost to Bournemouth. Tough. Uh, Chelsea. It doesn't feel good after how Tottenham's played. Yeah, uh, <laughs> which we'll get to Tottenham in a second. Uh, I'm just going through all the games because we didn't have a show the last two weeks. Yeah. So we have a lot of prem to talk about. Um, some, Champions some, League. Some Champions League. We're going to recap that after the break and then talk uh, USMNT squad for the Nations League games, which is always a, a fun discussion. Um, <laughs> Chelsea this week, like I mentioned, they drew Everton last week and then the week before beat uh, Leicester 3-1. to one. So kind but of trying to find their footing a little bit. Still down in 10th, though. Premier League does not matter for them. Yeah. they're, they're Champions gunning, League or bust right now. Yeah, they're gunning for the Champions League. Um We'll get to we'll get to where they're at and and who they'll play there. Tough draw for them, but um, yeah. So two two decent results for them. Tottenham uh, beat Nottingham Forest three one, and then followed that up by a thrilling three three draw with yeah. none other than the team rooted to the bottom of the table in Southampton. Yeah, so, I mean you had a chance to go five points up on Newcastle, go jump Manchester United for the time being <coughs> with the win and. It was looking pretty good. They're up 3-1 in the 77th minute, right after Ivan Perisic scored in the 74th. I thought that kind of put the game to rest. But then immediately, three minutes later, Southampton responds. And then Tottenham finally, you know, was able to calm things down a little bit. And then in the 93rd minute, conceded one of the worst penalties I've ever seen. Uh, Walk me through it. Well, the ball was like flying in the air, and Kyle Walker-Peters was like... Former Tottenham legend Kyle Yeah, I wish he was still a Tottenham. <laughs> was like trying to like scissor kick it away. Then Pepe Sar comes in and maybe catches his shin. I personally don't think he caught his shin, but the ref gave a penalty because Kyle Walker Peters kind of made a meal of it. And then um, they gave the penalty, and there was no really VAR angle to overturn it. So it was really unfortunate. It was at the edge of the box. Uh, it didn't really affect the game at all there. But the ref saw it as a penalty, and it was, I guess. Just another example of Tottenham not being able to get it done. And Antonio Conte goes on his little rager press conference oh, yes, after I the game. Of, I heard about this. And I agree with him, but when he's the one making the subs and a substitute is the one that gives up the penalty, you're subbing a 20-year-old 20, 20 on the field to finish the game out. That just... Doesn't make he subbed him on in the 86th minute. I, I just that doesn't make a ton of sense to me why Pepe Sar is being subbed in for Kulusevski when you have more experience. Like sub on Eric Dyer for getting six. Like if you're gonna <laughs> sub on someone, at least have them have experience. 
You're trying to hold on to a 3-2 win here. I just Looks that like, didn't make Dyer's, much sense to me. Dyer started, I think. Okay, then sub on Davies or whoever was on the bench for this game. I just Sanchez. Ben Davies subbed on got subbed off too. Yeah. Sub I'd rather have Davis and Sanchez on the field than Pepe Sar there. And David Sanchez is awful. <laughs> Yeah, uh, yeah, it's it's an interesting choice, like you said. It's trusting a twenty year old to to see a game out, and yeah, gave, made a made a made an error there, and yeah, it's costing Tottenham. I mean, they're point behind Man United for third. They are still in top four, but I mean, yeah. Newcastle doesn't really. I mean, Newcastle has two games in hand. I don't, yeah, I don't know if they're due for a drop off, but they picked up two wins in these last two weeks over yeah. Wolves and Nottingham Forest, so they're yep. they're winning and, games and they need and Tottenham. Huge. Huge game for Newcastle and next week. Tottenham drop points to three teams in the relegation zone. Wolves loss, Southampton draw, and I mean they did beat Nottingham, but not the relegation zone. Bottom half of the table, so that's frustrating. I think Antonio Conte. The next time we talk, will no longer be manager of Tottenham Hotspur. Apparently, he's already been fired. Um, Tottenham officially said they have. They're going to make their decision in 48 hours. Wow. So, yeah, I don't expect them. He's lost the players. Hoybeer's mad. Harry Kane's upset. I think this is also the end of Harry Kane. Really? Yeah, I don't think he's coming back to Tottenham, especially if they don't get top four. He's definitely not. If they get top four, if they can find a manager, maybe. But, mm. I don't know. I think Ryan Mason will take over again, like he did when Jose <laughs> Mourinho was fired. And he did well. Yeah. Um, Sometimes so, yeah. his interim's just a new face. Can yeah, be I think maybe a new face for 10 games left. Might be what this team needs. Uh, win the games they should, and maybe they can get top four. I don't know. It's it's rough. If they would have beat Wolves in Southampton, they would have had a really nice seven point gap there. And right. now that it's only two. Well, I, I mean, yeah, it's a it's a little bit of a dire situation. No he, pun intended I, for for Tottenham. Yeah, and I think that it's okay if they don't get top four because I think what this team really needs is a changing of the guard. Just a a clean out like Eric Dyer's been there for seven years. Davison Sanchez has been there forever. Like guys that are really bad and haven't played well for a while just aren't getting shipped out of the club. Mm -hmm. So I think, I mean, if you want to look at your other North London rival, do what Arsenal did. It, let it get worse before it gets better. Clear, clean out. I mean, but people don't realize it's like five or six years in a row Tottenham's finished above Arsenal in the Prem, and obviously now Arsenal. Took all those years of suffering to develop something. Tottenham is need to do, needs to do the same. Um, they like to spend money. They have the money to spend. They can't spend with the bigger clubs. But I don't know. I want to see something. I wouldn't be shocked if Harry Kane goes, and you try to bring in some youth there. It just I think it really just depends how these ten games. Harry Kane's been barely staying for the last two years. It's because we've gotten mm -hmm. Champions League that last year that he stayed. Um, and I think if they do get Champions League this year, Kane will stay for the rest of his career. I don't know. We'll see, though. Yeah, that's an interesting, you know, conundrum because it is it is tough at this point to bring in a new manager. You know, is it? It's not going to obviously be a guy that you've thought about hiring for a while. Yeah. You're going to have to make a pretty impulse choice. So, is that is that coach going to be the right person to lead that sort of rebuild? Yeah. You don't. You're not sure. I mean, that's because you're you're making that decision so quickly to let Conte go and bring somebody else in. So yeah, they're in a they're in an interesting situation. And, um, and let's be honest, Antonio Conte's never looked like he actually cared about Tottenham. I mean, maybe that first season last year. Sure. You know, you saw his reactions. He was fired up that there was top four, but then this year, you know, you're in the round of 16 in the Champions League. Conte goes missing, doesn't coach a game for two and a half months. Um. I don't know. We've talked about what Conte does, and once he gets to Europe, and it seems like he kind of has not even been in contact with the team that much once he was away. So I don't know. He just doesn't seem like the greatest players manager. Uh, maybe he's a little old. Maybe he's, I think his tactics are outdated. Um, it's been it's been a long time since Tottenham had entertaining football. I mean, it's been Jose Mourinho and Conte ball, which is very very boring. Yeah, get it up to Kane and hope he can do something. And I mean, he does it a lot. So we'll see. Yeah, they're in an interesting situation. They were helped maybe a little bit by Man United, who obviously, in addition to Newcastle, also have two games in hand up in third. Um, United drew with Southampton, which is yeah. not a, a super great result for them. Um, and then last week went through in the Europa League, beat Real Betis. And then uh, FA Cup, they won 3-1. We have our FA Cup semifinals. Yeah, we it's, do. It's boring. And I, it's exactly what I expected. Yeah. The, ever since the third round, I said the only way United and City play each other is in, in the, the final. final. 
So yeah, the we heated have, balls, Jack. We, yeah, they, we have, they still do the draw with the ball for a reason. They want to make the most entertaining. Yeah. So we have City and Sheffield United, and then Brighton and or, and, and Brighton and Manchester United. Brighton crushed Grimsby, so the Grimsby Dream uh, died there. And then uh, the only other non-prem club is Sheffield United. Hey, quarterfinals for. Grimsby, yeah, give very, it up, man. Very yeah. fun, yes. Shout out to Grimsby, but they will not be playing in Wembley. So we have our we have our FA Cup. Brighton versus Man U will be a fun game. Yeah, April 22nd, those games will, will go down. So that was Man United's Did, week. Have you seen that, like the finals until June 10th? Yes, it's June like 3rd, month, almost. Oh, yeah. yeah it's 70, almost like two months after. 74 days. Yeah. yeah so they got a long time to wait. Um, yeah, that is an interesting, you know, how do you yeah. kind of prepare? It's like during the summer, too, the transfer window will be open and stuff. World um, Cup and everything, yeah. Well, I mean, I guess it's only like, it's not that long after. It's just normally it's like in the middle of May, and mm-hmm. it's all, it's the last game, it's after the Champions League. Right. They That's like what so France still, does. You're still feeling those effects of the World Cup with, yeah. with some of that scheduling. Yeah, that's what France does with their uh, domestic trophy. Interesting. Is they play it like June 3rd, like after Champions League would be and all that. Way late. Um Relegation teams, we've talked about Bournemouth and Southampton. West Ham are now back down there with them. They look awful. Um, they drew with Aston Villa, and then last week... Oh, I'm trying to find the result. They... Oh, they were in their Europa Conference League game, where they did yeah. advance, so they didn't play another game last Sunday. What if they win conference and get relegated, and they're playing Europa next year? That would be very strange, a championship club. They play uh, Ghent from, or Gent from uh, the Belgian League next. Should be another one. Should be, you'd think. Um, so yeah, they're they're languishing down there um, toward the bottom of the table in 24th. And again, another club that very much will not want to get relegated. They have so much invested in them. Um, I think I think that would be very very bad for West Ham. Jumping back up to the top of the table, Arsenal just kind of continuing to to hold serve and and try and keep Manchester City kind of in uh, you know out as much out of touching distance as possible uh they crushed fulham three nil and then crushed crystal palace four one so they did exactly what they needed to do um city on the other hand i think i said the results they beat crystal palace one nil and then i don't think played again because they were in the champions league they were in the fa cup oh, the they FA Cup. That's right. they, beat week, Bo- yeah. they beat burnley so they Where did not play last weekend holland scored another hat trick Han scored another hat trick. We'll talk about the first hat trick yeah. after the break. That's it was more than League. a hat trick. Yeah, yeah. What well, you're right. Um, but so City, you know, getting one win, they obviously now have, I believe, a game in hand. Correct. Yes. Yeah, they have a game in hand on Arsenal. Yeah, Arsenal is eight point clear, eight points clear right now, with a game in hand, and they play against each other. But with that being said, Arsenal still controls their destiny because if City were to win, win out. And Arsenal wins out. Besides losing to City, mm-hmm. they will still win the Premier League. Yeah. So, yeah, City good, is going to need good help. situation. Arsenal plays Leeds. They have a tough game against Liverpool. City, Chelsea, tough. and Newcastle, and then Brighton. And other than that, they play about five or six games that are tough. But you'll see one or two more against teams that they shouldn't be mm-hmm. struggling against struggle. Yeah, and I mean City obviously still have the Champions League to deal with too. I mean they their their schedule isn't isn't extremely easy either. Their prem games leading up to that April twenty sixth game against Arsenal, um, they face Liverpool and Leicester or Liverpool, Leicester, and Southampton. So you know the, the, a result against Liverpool would be big for them. You think they'd beat Leicester and Southampton, but then they have games against Bayern in the Champions League as well as Sheffield United in the FA Cup semifinal. Yeah, all before they play Arsenal. So. Match fitness is going to be big for them in that game on April 26th, 2 p.m., City Arsenal. It's a Wednesday kickoff. Could maybe decide. Premier League winner. Yeah, who 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 ends up coasting through the rest of the season and wins the title. Um, dropping down a little bit back to the top four, we we're talking Newcastle. They did what they had to do. They beat Wolves 2-1, to one, so kind of keeping Tottenham on the hot seat a little bit, and then they beat Nottingham Forest 2-1 to one as well. Crazy so. game there. 93rd minute winner. Penalty oh, for Alexander, Alexander Isaac. Isaac. Yeah. yeah, nice. I like Alexander Isaac. He's good. Yeah, I like him too. Um, so, yeah, Tottenham, that's kind of the disparity you talked about. Tottenham yeah. failing to pick up points against these teams and now might fire their coach, Newcastle, are looking pretty solid. And if Newcastle don't get hands. top four this year, I think next year is their year for sure. Mm-hmm. I think to compete at a high level. Yeah, it'll be interesting. It'll be interesting to see where like the Man, money goes. Uni- Man United goes from here, if Liverpool can improve from here, where Chelsea will be. So, so you're looking yeah, at seven, adding the big six with Newcastle, you're looking at about seven teams that are all 
going to be competing heavily with Brighton too. Definitely, I, mean, I, I was going to say if you're going to if you're going to throw Chelsea yeah. in there, sandwiched between Chelsea and Liverpool are Brighton, Brentford, and Fulham. So. Eight or nine teams that could be competing for top four spots next yeah, year. Three teams that if they make the right improvements. Also, didn't Fulham get like two red cards in like five minutes? Three. Three? Oh, yeah, it was their manager. Manager, The guy Mitrovic, who made the tackle at and, the made, and Willian. Willian had his like hand hit. It was an awful call. It was outside the goal already. It hit his hand. They gave him a red card, so then Marco Silva freaked out, and then Mitrovic touched the ref. Uh, yeah. And for some reason, when he touches the ref, it's a red card, but when Bruno Fernandez does it, <sighs> it wasn't a red card. This was in the FA Cup. Gosh, though. I hate Bruno Fernandez. I, I despise Bruno Fernandez. He is uh, just not fun to watch. Yeah. Um, any other things I missed for the Prem? So right now, that where the situation is at, top four is Arsenal, City, United, and Tottenham. United have two games in hand of Tottenham. City have a game in hand of Arsenal. Uh, and then right below them, Newcastle and Liverpool both on, also only played 26 games and are in 5th and 6th. Down at the bottom, West Ham, Bournemouth, and Brighton. Sorry, West Ham, Bournemouth, and Southampton. Um, uh, West Ham, Bournemouth, 24 points. Southampton, 23. Right above them, you have Leeds, Everton, and Nottingham Forest all on 26. And then have Leicester in 17th at 25. Have we talked about the Leeds United game? Which Leeds United The game? one against Wolves. No. Crazy game. 4-2 win for Leeds. Back and forth action. Leeds United, big win for them, though. Is that they the game of the week? I would say that's that was the most exciting game. That or Tottenham. 3-3, three, 4-2. Three, yeah, three, two. Three. yeah. Two really good games lots there. Lots of goals. We yeah. love lots of goals. There were no nil-nil draws in the last two weeks. I'm noticing. Um, no. yeah, Man oh, United, Southampton, 0-0. Zero, zero, zero. Yeah. Man United ruined it. Cringe. Um... Okay, elsewhere around the the European scale, I have two uh, Bundesliga games that kind yeah. of shook out a title race. We had Dortmund drawing Schalke two weeks ago. Um, and however, the big derby there. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that is, the, that is a very, a huge, very big yeah, derby. Yeah. However, Dortmund stay in first because Bayern lost to Bayer Leverkusen uh, on Sunday, 2-1. to one. It was two pens uh, given to Ezekiel Palacios. Of and have, did you see that both times he was given a yellow card for simulation, and then VAR reviewed it took and gave it, the penalty? Took it away? Yeah, wow! And took it away. Let's go, Leverkusen causing chaos. If nothing else, I'm glad they could do that at least because they are languishing. Oh, that's age. your team. I forgot about that. I do like Bayer Leverkusen. Um, so the standings: Dortmund, 53 points, Bayern Munich, 52, and then. Third place, Union Berlin's fallen off a little bit, 48. Leverkusen all the way down in eighth, eight points out of a Champions League spot. Nine points out of a Champions League spot. It's brutal. And then down at the bottom, like the relegation race, from what people are telling me, is like just as as wild as the title race, where you have Stuttgart in last with with 20 points. They're in 18th. And then Hertha Berlin are in that playoff spot by goal differential. They're both on, they're on 21 points along with Schalke, who obviously big draw for them against Dortmund, and then Hoffenheim right above them with 22 and 15th. So. Yeah, and I think that what like people, if you just follow the Prem, don't understand that 16th is a relegation playoff with the yeah. playoff winner of the, in of Bundesliga the too. Bundesliga. Yeah. So it's a big game. It's, it's almost like instead of if you know about the championship playoff, it's like instead of that just being teams in its own league, it would be like if they played 18th, 18th and the Prem yeah. played third in the championship yeah so but that's a huge it's a huge stakes game it, it decides where your place is in the league i think it's i think they play over two legs i believe i think they play a home and home yes so yeah yeah they play no i think it's one is it just one i think it's a neutral psych i'm not sure i gotta google it i think it's you might home. be right i'm going I think home and home i'm gonna google it bundesliga relegation i think playoff. i think you're right it I'm is refreshing a... my own memory uh Hold on. Hold on. I'm finding it. Uh, I, th- I think it's two legs. Yeah, it's two legs. It's two legs. It's two legs. I was right. So, yeah, you play a home and home. So that's. I, but it decides where you're going to be in the league next year. So, yeah. like, if Hertha stay in that spot and win both of those games to stay in the Bundesliga and prevent that other team from coming up. Yeah. So that's interesting, which actually, I guess, since we're talking about it, who is that team in the Bundesliga 2 right now? Let's talk about some uh, second tier here. I know very little about the... Oh, I don't know about Hamburger that SV. Who, okay. They have been we're, in there for a while. They were a consistent Bundesliga yeah. club for a while back, uh, back, you know, even 
five, ten years ago. So they're looking to come back up. They are right now in that third place in the Bundesliga too. So they would play Hertha if the season ended today to go up to the Bundesliga. Yep. What's Wild the stuff. What's the champion? Do you know what the championship is looking like, Jack? I know what it is. It's Burnley is running the table with them. So wait, it's Hamburger who and SV who's? Hamburger SV. I know who's up. in second. Oh, because uh, it's it's one two get automatically promoted. Correct. So the teams right now in uh, first and second are SV Darmstadt and FC Heidenheim, who I believe, at least I think Heidenheim was in the Bundesliga so last year. So is it third place goes automatically to the playoff, or is it a playoff? No. And the winner of that, it's the first thing. It's third place plays the yeah sixteenth in the Bundesliga. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So in the English Championship, the second tier, you have Burnley in first. On 83 points. Oh, wow. Next is Sheffield with 70. Then you have three through six is insane. Millsboro, 67. Lutontown, 64. Blackburn, 61. Millwall, 60. Trying to get into that playoff is Norwich City on 57. Coventry on 57. West Brom on 55. Watford on 55. Sunderland on 53. Preston on 53. So you got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven teams all within seven or like seven points of that last spot. Would you like to hear about one of the biggest uh, fall-offs in the uh, championship this season? I do know this because I have a friend who's a fan of this club. Uh, Queens Park Rangers. Yeah. What place are they in right now? They're in 19th Grant? place. How many wins do you think QPR has had, don't don't look, since October 22nd, 2022? They beat Wigan 2-1 on that I day. know they're in shambles. I've seen videos of like, their coach bringing in crazy people, and their coach is just insane. I'm going to go with two wins since October. You are exactly wow. right. They, I'm not, I did not know that. Since October 22nd, they beat uh, Preston 1-0 on December 17th, and then Watford 1-0 uh, on March 11th. They have lost or drawn every single game in between those two. It's, wow. And they are all the way down. I believe they were in this playoff that we were talking I about think early right. in yes. the season and have just completely fallen off a cliff. They're 19th and now kind of have to... Maintain pace, at least, to not get relegated out of the, the championship. Do you know if Luton uh, gets promoted to the Prem, they'd be the first team ever to that to go from non-league to Premier League to the fifth tier? Oh, yeah. they. I yeah. did hear that. I did hear that. Yeah, no team's done that. Shout out Luton Town. Making strides. Um, the only other game I have elsewhere in Europe is, of course, there's a big one over there in Spain, Grant. El Clasico was Oh, I've was heard about that game. Sunday. I watched the highlights of it. Pretty wild. It was a very open-ended game. And Barcelona won 2-1. to one, And pretty much very likely locked up La Liga for the Real Madrid won that. They go within season. six points. Correct. But instead, Barcelona are now up by 12. Kessier uh, gets a goal. In the league, yeah. Franck Kessier won it in the 92nd minute. It started all Real Madrid. They they went up 1-0. It was a Ronald Araujo own goal. Kind of unfortunate. Um, Vinny even went up there and said that it was bad luck. Yeah, it was unfortunate. Um, I love Vinicius Jr. I also for, yeah. for stuff like that. He's he's just like the Brazilian Rashford. He's just like a super nice guy, and he's really good, and like that's fun. Um, Sergio Roberto scored to tie it. First uh, El Clasico goal ever. Goal. Wow, I can't talk. El Clasico goal ever. Uh, he was he had made 18 appearances. Wow, in El Clasico, and he scored. Um, and Nine then, seasons there. Um, Marco Sensio came off the bench, scored to put Real Madrid back up two one. Offsides got ruled off. Uh, the, it was a really long VAR check, I believe. So it was 1-1, and then Barcelona took their opportunity and won. And so Real Madrid, they're finding success in the Champions League, which we'll get to next. But yeah, the, the La Liga title is pretty much done and dusted here for Barcelona. And the questions are now kind of drawing. If Real Madrid don't win the Champions League, they've now been beaten three times this season by Barcelona. They play in the Copa del Rey again uh, in a couple weeks. If they lose that game, yeah. lose out on Copa del Rey and crash out of the Champions League before the final, is Carlo Ancelotti gone? I the, think Ancelotti might be gone even if they won the Champions League again. Right. Yeah. I mean, Zidane was gone after winning it three times in a row. That's true. And that puts that shows how much pressure yeah. that is put on these on these El Clasico matches. It, it literally decides the fate of managers because it's such a bitter rivalry and it decides titles. I also wouldn't be shocked if they won the Champions League. Ancelotti retires. Yeah. yeah he retires. Is. Wants to leave, but yeah, you know. he's he's done about as much as you can yeah. really. It's so crazy that he went to Everton and then went yes. straight to Real Madrid. Yeah, went right, right back to yeah. Real Madrid. That's a good trivia question for like five years down the line. Is like before Ancelotti won the twenty twenty 
two twenty three Champions League with Real Madrid. What club was he at before? He was at Everton in the middle of the season that year, wasn't he? Mm-hmm. Yeah, he replaced Zidane, right? Yeah. That's insane. Um, so, yeah, Real Madrid, a big loss for them. Big win for Barcelona. They, yeah. They're probably locking up. Yeah. And uh, they have Are problems. They are they back? They are back, obviously, but they have huge problems of their own. Gavi is uh, mm-hmm. now back to a youth contract. They can't get him registered, which would mean this summer he can leave on a free contract. Yeah, yeah, good point. He still he has to finish out his youth one, right? Because they couldn't. Yeah, they couldn't. Wasn't it too? Isn't it not even to have to do with their fight? Didn't they like not get the paperwork through? I in have time? no idea, and they can't. He can't wear the number six. That's I, what I, I don't thought. know. It's so weird. I'm gonna Google it quick because I thought that was like, that was like it was like why. That was why he, he was still on his youth contract. Um, I'm googling it quick because I believe it was because they like didn't get the the, the paperwork. Um, they were trying to register him. The club's appeal it was it was it wanted to overturn uh, the first team registration of Gavi was rejected by a court. Um, they were successful in registering him as a first team player on January 31st. <laughs> Um, but La Liga filed an appeal against that registration, citing that Barcelona had, yeah, it was, they missed the deadline to file the paperwork. That's insane. And so now one of the best young players in the world might leave or could leave. And might not be able to play. And, can't wear number six. Yeah, can't wear number six. And so they have all sorts of, they have all sorts of problems. Yeah, it's so ridiculous. It's nice that they can kind of code over that with a win over their bitter rival in a big game that might have decided them winning the title as well. Yeah. So that's a little European roundup for you on the domestic stage. We're going to talk Champions League when we come back from break. There were games uh, two weeks ago, which we missed. We couldn't talk about them because we were gone last week. So we're going to recap everything, dive into it. We have the quarterfinals of the Champions League set. So stay tuned for that. Uh, you were listening to Box to Box on KCOU 88.1 FM. If you think superheroes like me can fight all your battles for you, think again. Voting for your local, state, and federal representative lets you choose who's on your side and all the issues we face today. From the little ones to the really big ones, too. But before you can vote, you need to register. So do it now. For registration forms or information on how to register, visit your local participating video store. Have a voice in your future. Register. And vote. And Tom Spider-Man sent you. Serving part-time in the Army National Guard has led to a lot of firsts for me. It paid for me to be the first person in my family to go to school. That education got me to the first day at my dream job, which I can still hold while I serve part-time. That job and the home loan benefits I got from the Army National Guard helped me buy my first house. I also know that I will be one of the first to respond if my community ever needs me. Sponsored by the Missouri Army National Guard. Aired by the Missouri Broadcasters Association and this station. Young Tommy is smoking a cigarette, creating his own smog cloud. (coughs) Tommy's up to bat. Tommy smokes because he thinks it makes him look grown up. But watch what smoking does for him. (coughs) That coughing is one thing. It keeps him from playing his best. You're out! Don't smoke. It doesn't make you grown up. It makes you a loser. the box on KCOU 88.1 FM. Jack Knowlton, Grant Salzman. We just got done recapping uh, the Prem from the last two weeks as well as some big games around Europe. Talked a little uh, uh, Division 2 to jumping up to their their major yeah. leagues in the Bundesliga. There we and go. 
in England. Hey, real quick for you, Champions League, St. Louis City, four and zero. Oh yeah, they're killing first it. First expansion team ever to go undefeated in their first ever season. Well, the, well first four done. games. That's hype. Um, keep it going. Yeah, keep the momentum rolling. Uh, yeah, they beat. Who have they beaten? Run, run us through to bring oh, us through man. St. Louis City because um, right I have to go find our tweet from Champions League for okay. To, Here we go. For us to be ready. So they open the season away against. Who'd they play? I always forget who the first game was. Oh, they opened against Austin. 3-2 victory. Come behind. That's right. They then go to Charlotte. Or Charlotte comes to them. First home game. Fall down 1-0. Get an own goal. Win 3-1. They go to Portland. Come back. Down 1-0. Win 2-1. And then they go to San Jose. Or no, San Jose comes to them. Sorry. And they dominate and win 3-0. They're currently top of the MLS won 12 points Look at that. four games played. Look at them go. Well Serious done, chance to get a Champions League spot here. A, champi- would be a Champions sick. League spot? No, yeah. A CONCACAF oh, Champions yeah, League yeah, spot. Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I forgot about the uh, the domestic Champions League. Be pretty, pretty dope. I'm pretty still, awesome I'm to play. Looking, in a I'm still looking for the tweet. CONCACAF Champions League. Jack Knowlton can't find it. Uh, did I tweet it? Maybe I didn't tweet it. I definitely tweeted it. He may not have. Do we? Should we just go to last week's tweet? I, d- I definitely tweeted. Maybe I didn't tweet it. All right, whatever. Um, we can just talk about them. Champions League. Some interesting games, some entertaining games, um, some very lopsided ties, which we should probably just start with um, because I have the three, the three big ones that were, that were quite um, over before the second leg, basically. Uh, Real Madrid won, Liverpool nil. I didn't. I couldn't watch this game. I was working. Uh, I didn't bother because it was an I, awesome I, game. It was end to end. But I mean, how awesome can it be when you know a team has to score four goals to win? Yeah. I, I After the know. first half, it was over. I don't know. Um, yeah. Real Madrid won. Karim Benzema scored in the seventy-eighth minute. Liverpool's Champions League bout is done and dusted. Finished after they got slaughtered at Anfield um, back a couple of weeks ago. I, I don't know. I, they, I'm, I'm glad they can focus on the league and trying to get into this competition again next season because it's what they're going to have to do. Um, I think had they had turned this tie around and won, I think pouring all your resources in the Champions League wouldn't have been a bad thing to try and win that and get back in the Champions League that way. But nevertheless, Real Madrid look really good in Europe, even if they're struggling in... They have something to hang their hat on. Yeah, no, Real Madrid, I mean, of course they're going to look good in the Champions League. It's there. Their competition, Jack. I mean, they do. They yeah. are. They are and the now kings of the Champions League. They have Chelsea again, and the winner of City Bayern. So it's really interesting that side of the table or that side of the bracket right now. Mm-hmm. Real Madrid's gonna have to go through the best again to get back to the Champions League final. Yeah. Um, another lopsided tie. We had uh, Napoli three, Frankfurt nil. That ended that tie five nothing. Napoli I, can win this. Competition. I think they win this competition. I think they come out of the. The other side of the bracket, which is like an easier said. side, they're yeah. the best team in Italy. I think they destroy AC Milan and beat the winner of Inter and Benfica. Yeah, I think they very could go to the final. Very well could go to the final. I would like to see them go to never, the final. They've never advanced to the quarterfinals before. This is their first trip to the quarterfinals. Yep. Wow, breaking new strides. Uh, Victor Oshman is great. Porter Zielinski still kicking on. We the love, Georgians great. We love when the polls. Yeah. How do you say his name? I learned like two weeks ago and then I forgot. Karvashkala. Yeah, Karvashkala. I don't remember. The Georgian. Yeah, the Georgian. He's very good. He's very good. Did you see his solo goal he had? The problem is his first name's hard to say too. Yeah, where no, he went through Which like one? two people, had a spin move goal. Jeez. It was absurd. He's come out of nowhere to just like enter. It's so fun. They're just these hodgepodge Napoli. of like. Napoli. Or Napoli, that's what I meant. Are just these hodgepodge of like 22 to 28 year olds. Random just, nationalities. Yeah. <laughs> right. And it's just, it's a fun team. It's a team the yeah. neutrals are going to want to root for. Um, and yeah, Frankfurt were kind of punched above their weight. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Good for them to make uh, the quarterfinals. Our biggest blowout, which we got to get into Manchester City 7, yeah. Leipzig nothing. Manchester wow. United advance 8 1 on aggregate. So this was 1 1 heading into this tie. Uh, Erling Holland is him. 5. No, but this team's better without Erling Holland, though, Grant. Oh yeah, I yeah. Forgot. This team's better without him. Give him, give me Gabby all day. Yeah, much better. I, I would way rather, yeah, have Gabriel Jesus back in my. Yeah, those people. I'd way rather not have a striker. Those than, people who say that are are just jokes, just such jokesters. It's ridiculous. Uh, yeah, he scored five goals. 
do I think like maybe there's people around Erling Holland you could have to make him even better? Yeah, but like whatever. Um, Erling Holland in all competitions. Oh my goodness! Thirty-eight goals. Forty-one. He's played. So he has twenty-eight goals in the Prem already, and in the, does he have any in the FA Cup? He's yeah, three he in the FA three Cup. Three in the so FA that's Cup. Thirty-two. I think he has forty-one. Thirty-one. I mean, um, and then in the Champions League, he now has ten. So yeah, he has 41, forty-one goals. Forty-one goals in all competitions already for Manchester City. I mean, the guy's just the machine. He's literally a robot. He's breaking the game. He's very difficult to stop. It's going to be. I think if you know, if there's a team that can maybe do it, is it Bayern? I don't know. I think Bayern can beat them. I do too. I, I mean, that's a gauntlet that you have to go through. You, if you beat them, you probably have to go through Real Madrid. Right. Yeah. That side of the it is it is weird how like lopsided that side of the yeah. the kind of region is. I I do think it's very exciting that we are going to have one of Napoli, Milan, Benfica enter in the Champions League final. Yeah. That is pretty cool. Yeah. With that side, you're gonna have. Um. Well, yeah, you're going to have a smaller club, yeah, definitely an Italian club or Benfica in it. A little bit more of an underdog. Uh, Bayern, like we said, are playing City. They beat PSG 3-0. Um, you know, PSG are a little bit in the mud right now. Be PSG 2-0, 3-0 on aggregate. Um, the rise of Eric Maxim Chopo-Moting is so, so much fun. 33-year-old striker, he's just killing it at Bayern. Like, he's just the Lewandowski replacement. Yeah, after, after Lewandowski left, they're like, who's going to replace him? Nah, this guy from Bournemouth. Yeah. Eric Maxim, hold my... Uh, hold my beer because they're in Germany. Exactly. I, I got you. That was good, yeah. Jack. Thank you. Um, so, yeah, Messi and Mbappe played, didn't do much. PSG, a little bit of a, a, little bit of a yeah, down Yeah, they're in shambles. Messi's getting booed. Yeah. I think Messi should leave. Is Neymar going to leave? Is Mbappe going to leave? I think all of them should could leave. They, could they all leave? I think they might all Is it leave. going to be like the Nets? Well, I think Qatar might just stop investing in them and be done. They're tired of it, I've heard. Wow. After 15 years, they're done. They wanna, I think they, they're going to go to Man U. The downfall of PSG? Yeah, no, they're going back to Man U, and then I think you could see PSG kind of fall back to where they were. There we go. Make make Lee Gun fun again. That's I'm fine with that. Yeah. I, I would, I'll, I'd I pray on their downfall. Go oh, Marseille. Yeah. That's fine. And then, like, a PSG team with not as much money, just n- level playing field. Figure it out. Fun to, fun to root for yeah, then. Figure it out. They were able to do it. They had Ronaldinho before they had all the money. Yeah. Yeah, they can lure it's Paris. Who doesn't want to live there? Yeah, exactly. You know. Um, so yeah, By- so it's Bayern City, Real Madrid, Chelsea on that side. And then over the other side, we have Napoli, we already talked about them. Tottenham. Couldn't get it done, Grant. No. Couldn't get it done. Zero zero draw. Nil nil draw. The Tottenham Hotspur Stadium that Antonio Conte looked happy with. I mean, <laughs> I can't lie, the players looked like that it was fine. Conte looked it was fine. It looked like in like the last ten minutes they were holding on for just a zero zero draw. <laughs> And it was fine, but Harry Kane, fine, the first chance of the game for Tottenham, fell to him about the 90th minute. He couldn't put it away. Unana made a good save. I mean, yeah, against the team Or not Unana. Um, who's Milan's goalkeeper? I don't remember. Unana is Inter's goalkeeper. Oh, it's, uh, I, think it's, I think it's pronounced Mignon, but it's Mike yeah. Mignon who plays for France. Yeah, made a very, very good save on Kane's uh, free header, really, for Kane. If he would have put that in. Oh, man. Yeah, that I mean, you, you have to take your chances against a team like Milan, who's, who's going to like lock things up. I think yeah. they were very happy to protect a 1-0 lead. I think they're going to do the same thing against Napoli. If they go up early, they will park the bus. Oh, yeah. Park the bus, because this yeah, Napoli That should be a fu- is, an interesting game. Yeah, they're going to be hard to stop. Um, and then, yeah, like you said, Grant, three Italian clubs um, still in this thing. You have Inter and Benfica now matched up after Benfica um, thoroughly dispatched Wait, who did they beat? What am I? Am I? Oh yeah, Club Bruges. That's right, seven one yeah. aggregate. I forgot to write that one down. Um, and then Inter outlasted. Dominate. I think we got that right, or we almost got that right, but you made me. We changed it. Yeah, we might have changed yeah. it. Yeah, we might. That, that might have been, been on me. And then that's we had, okay, uh, Inter beating Porto one nil in the second leg. Um, I th- oh, I, I saw this game. This is a Romelu Lukaku goal. That's right. Yeah, um, big Rom. Yeah, big Rom is back. They're playing Benfica. I think Benfica are going to win that tie. I do too. Yeah, Gonzalo Ramos is so good. Yeah, he's where's so he gonna good. go? He might stay in Liverpool, another Liverpool, year. Liverpool, of course, it's Liverpool. I would him and you him have and, all the him, money in the world. Him and Darwin and Jota will make up the 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 Liga Nosh trio after Salah leaves. So dumb. No, you can not. just go and spend that money. Yeah, well, 
Welcome to the big. Welcome to the big yeah. leagues. He had uh, two goals and an assist in their five-one win over. Yeah, he's uh, good. Benf- over Club Bruges, he's very. very Remember when he scored that hat good. trick in the World Cup? Yep. And big, big Rom, big Ron was mad. Big Rom scored a post hat trick. Yeah, he hit did. Hit the post like four times. Cringe. Yeah, I, I don't like Ronaldo tearing it up in the Saudi Pro League. I haven't seen it since like Vinicius started doing what he was doing. Like a couple years ago, where it was like Vinny Jr. Yes, yeah. Like, like, is this guy there yet? Now we know he's like he's fully like very much yeah like the best left winger in the world probably. Um, but like, kind of when he was on the cusp of that with Real Madrid, that's what I'm seeing like Gonzalo Ramos do. He is his he's instincts signs, are, are yeah. His instincts are ridiculous. Like he's 21. He's not afraid of anything. He plays really physical, even though he's not that big. But he's super and he's super yeah. quick. Like. And he just scores goals for fun. He's like it's like Holland, where he can just like he just smashes the ball and it just goes where it needs to go. Yeah, I'm excited to see him play. Very good. Did you see Holland tweaked his groin? Yes. At at uh, Norway training. Bad news. Bad news for Norway because they're trying to yeah, qualify Euros. for a Euro. Yeah, yeah, we'll get to that. That'll be fun. Um, Gonzalo Ramos also like his the where where he almost. I'm not saying he's better than Holland. I don't want that misinterpreted. He's not. Jack but, Knowlton is saying right now that Gonzalo Ramos, never playing a game in a top five league, is better than Erling Brat Holland. Con, con, incorrect. Fake news. I do like how Gonzalo Ramos uh, works in link-up play. Like they can put him as kind of a solo center forward, and he can he can do the kind of the creative work as well. Now, what are you gonna do if Tot or if Tottenham, if Liverpool don't get him? Are you gonna continue saying all these things? Yes. I think Gonzalo Ramos is great. I think yeah, it would be super sad when like United get him and pair him with Bruno Fernandez. That will make me sad. Marcus Rashford. Right. And and I almost I guess I just said Bruno Fernandez because they're yeah. both Portuguese. Yeah, that yeah, was the yeah, only. Yeah. Um but and Liverpool aren't linked with him. They're gonna go all in on Jude Bellingham. Oh sorry, I said the J word. Wow, we don't say the J word as Liverpool fans. Oh my gosh. What if he stays at Dortmund? He said he loves it there. Well, he loves he'll love it more. In Liverpool? In near the shipping docks. Mm-hmm. Something tells me maybe not. False. He will love it, or he we will make him love it. Oh, okay. Um, he loves the rain. Anyway, Gonzalo Ramos is really, really good. Really good. Whoever gets him is very much better off oh, for it. Oh, yeah. That's what I'll say. You know what? Fine. I'll open this up because this is a stupid award, so I'm going to nominate him anyway. Future Ballon d'Or winner, Gonzalo Ramos. Why is it a stupid Long-term award? Long-term take because it, it means nothing. What? They only give it to Messi or Ronaldo every year. And yeah, but sooner it will mean something again then. Mm. I don't. I don't care for them. It's just like I don't. I don't care what a panel uh, of random people think. I think it's an important award. I don't care. I don't care for it. MVPs, all of that stuff, whatever. That's true. Good for that. Whatever. That's it's something to add to your trophy cabinet, I guess. But that's what I'll say. Future Ballon right. d'Or winner, Gonzalo Ramos. Will Jude Bellingham ever win one? Yes, he'll win five with Liverpool. Five? No, I'm just kidding. I don't. I don't know. It's a lot. If he's not in Liverpool, I hope he does. But maybe he's very, very, very good. Yeah. It's hard. It's. I mean, it's. It's also a forward award. That's the other thing. Yeah. That makes me it mad. is. Yeah. It's just like the MVP it's, in football. It's is just to whoever scores a lot of forward. goals. Yeah. Whatever. Like, well, Messi's gonna win it this year. Benfica, yeah. Inter, Man City, Bayern, Real Madrid, Chelsea, Milan, Napoli. Those games will kick off April 11th. Should we get into the USA before we yes. before we leave? Yes. So um, now, thankfully. Also, wait, wait. Who's who's in the final here? In the Champions League. Yeah. Um, Bayern Benfica. Wow, that I have, would be such a fun game. I have Bayern Napoli. Such a fun game. I think Gonzalo Ramos. I, I'm just gonna go. I'm gonna go full in his camp. Team Gonzalo Ramos beats. If Benfica beats, wins the Champions League, that'd beats be the crazy. fighting. The fighting Napoli's. Are they even in first in their league, or is it still Porto? Or is Benfica like running away? I think it's it? them. Let's see. Well, you looked that up. The United States plays in the Nations League. Pretty good roster. Gio Reyna's on there. Yep. Um, Anthony Hudson will coach. U.S. will play Granada in El Salvador. Tyler Adams will not play. He has a hamstring injury. But bigger news. Oh, Benfica are running away with that. Yeah. Thierry Henry has been rumored to be very interested in the United States men's national team position. And poor Lauren Balligan was not was left off of England's roster. And when Mason Mount and... I think it was Rashford, were unable to play due to injury. England elected not to put anyone else up there. So, Huge. that tells me two things. For Lauren Balligan, either doesn't know if he wants to play for England or the USA, or Nigeria, he's he's eligible for Nigeria too, or Gareth Southgate doesn't want Balligan. Yeah, I, I don't know. I don't, I don't want to overthink 
what's going on with that situation right now. But it is it is good for the U.S. Yeah. That is oh, a good sign sure. for the U.S. You can't ignore that. I mean, Anthony Hudson said there is an open dialogue with him. They are talking to him. Which is um, good, because we've is never good. heard that before. Right. You just, for some reason, all of these guys who have eligibility with Mexico and the U.S. just decide to waste their careers <laughs> with the U.S. But well, whatever, more power yeah. to them. Um, I really like this squad. I really like it. And I, imagine adding Fordler and Balogun. Yeah, I don't like. I don't like that Cameron Carter Vickers has been left off. I don't know what the deal with. Him I think is. that could be a little bit of a Rangers or Celtic. Pardon me. Maybe. Yeah, I guess they are still they are still fighting for a title. Um, but uh, I, other than that, I think this is pretty solid. There's some players I'm really looking forward to watching. Um, you have, I think, three guys in here that have not uh, made an Booth. appearance yet. Yeah, Booth, uh, Austin, Trusty, and then this guy Alex Zendejas, who like just. Um, He's made one appearance. He has made one appearance. That's what it says on here. But he like just fully flipped from Mexico. Yeah. Mm. So he made an appearance in February, January. Yeah, I'm really excited. Uh, I like Luca Della Torre. I'm, I'm excited to see what he does. He's I like playing that, well in La Liga. Yeah, I like that Pulisic is in here. I like that Daryl DK is in here. Oh, I'm so excited for DK. Yeah. He's Scoring goals for fun in the championship. He, he has. Like I think he's he's. He could get a prim move next year if West Brom don't get promoted. Maybe. Yeah. Uh, he's someone that I think is just really fun. A lot of people are Team Daryl DK. I know. Huge on TikTok, Daryl DK. Is he? Yeah. He's got I've seen TikTok. his TikToks a couple times. That's that's sick. That's sick. And yeah, Gio Reyna being back after that whole situation. Very important. Um, and then yeah, it'll be interesting to see how this team plays with a interim manager with the cloud of who's going to coach Berhalter, this team yeah. going forward. Because it's um, not Anthony Hudson. No, I don't think so. No, I don't think he thinks so either. I would love if it was like if it was an outside guy. I will say, guy. if Thierry Henry gets the <laughs> United States men's national team head coach position, Forlorn Balogun will be competing for the United States. I think you're 100%. right. 100%. Yeah. I cause, mean. Because he has that kind of French connection. Yeah, and he's like. Apparently he's talked to Thierry Henry before. Like, you know when like coaches get hired and like they hold up the jersey and like it's like a whole uh, like it would be Thierry Henry and Fuller and Balogun both holding up the USA kit. Like Florin, I mean that would be he would be he, he would, would be I the think answer that yeah. day. It would be him electing to play for the United States. Yeah, that would be great if they can if they can secure him because he has been killing it for. Um, Lille in Liga and not Lille, Lille. Uh, Rims. Rims. Yeah, who has Will Still Lille, as their Lille coach. Lille is Tim Weah. I yeah. had that. I had that. Rims just lost their first up. game under Will Still too. The, the football manager guy oh, that yeah, gets fined. Like yeah, the thirty-five-year-old guy. The thirty. He's thirty. Thirty. Oh yeah. my lord. Um, so yeah, big Only stuff 10 years coming. Older than us. Big stuff coming for the U.S. Uh, they play Grenada, I think, on Friday, Friday. the twenty-fourth. So that's yeah, that is this Friday, and then El Salvador on the twenty-seventh. So, a couple big games. USA Baseball plays tonight, Jack. Oh, yeah. World what, Baseball sem- Classic. Semifinal? Final versus oh, Japan. Oh, yeah, Japan. Yeah. That's right. Japan came back and beat Mexico, didn't yeah, they? Yeah, it was crazy. I saw the 3-1 yeah. home run to tie that. Yeah, it was insane. Last a night. double to win it. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, shout out to WBC. Um, that'll do it for us. We, I won't be back next week. What? Why not? Be on spring break, Grant. Oh, yeah. I won't be back next week either, Jack. <laughs> Grant will be. I said this earlier Jeez. in the show. So, we'll We'll be back in two weeks. Which is we'll, fine. We, we, yeah, we, we won't have that much to talk about It's anyway. international break. Yeah. We'll talk a little Euro We're going to go on an in international break. Yeah, and uh, we'll talk the USA games for sure. I'll try and yeah. watch those and, you know, probably be sad. Ah, um, they'll be Granada. Oh, their, yeah. their annual drubbing of Granada. El Salvador will tie them. Yeah, Guaranteed. Sure. All right, that'll do it for us. Hope everyone enjoyed Box to Box this week. And have, uh, if you are a U, uh, Mizzou student listening to this, have a fun and safe spring break for the rest of everybody else. Have a fun and safe Rest of your week. I know marijuana is harmful. I know it can't improve my game. My friends and I have faced many battles, and we have always dueled without drugs. I wouldn't be the world's best duelist if I smoked marijuana. It would disappoint my friends and lower my concentration.